Ladies and gentlemen, were you fans of the classic kid-friendly Super Mario Brothers game on Nintendo? Did you always want to see a live-action movie of it that just took everything that made the game special and just added whatever they felt and just had Mario Mario and Luigi Mario as the leaders? Here we go, because we're covering Super Mario Brothers the movie! Welcome to leaders? Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interview. Popcorn Talk. We talk movie. And now... Here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie Pleasure. My bad. Uh, I meant Mario Mario and Luigi Mario as the leads of the movie, but I said leaders. I wish you guys could have seen how confident Ben was right before. I was so stoked. I was like, got it. He was like, he did a run through, which... uh, In my own brain. I I didn't have my phone with me, so I couldn't record it. But he did his run through, and then he like took a few beats and was like, no, I got it. So bad. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Guilty Movie Pleasures. We have with us, finally, the prodigal son has returned. Jesse McIntosh is back. back. He's hey. back. Hey, yes. I'm Ben Begley. I'm here too. But uh, Jesse, it's more important that you're here. It's we missed equally you. important, I would say. We missed you, buddy. Hey, I miss being here. Welcome I miss back. you as well. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, friendship. So uh, <laughs> that's how you know I'm friends with somebody when I <laughs> sing in a falsetto the word friendship. Um, so we're going to get right into this because we got a little bit of a late start, so we're going to get right into this. I'm not going to uh, ramble too much. Um, no we're, screwing around, man. No, we're just going to we're going to hop down the plumber pipe. The sewer? The, the sewer? In the, in the game, it's like... So here's the thing, already. <laughs> this is the first video game adaptation ever made, right? Okay. It's the first one ever made. I watched this whole uh, what the F happened thing. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, it's the first video game movie ever made. And they initially pitched it as like a darker, grittier version of Super Mario Brothers, so that it would bring non-gamers into... Uh, into the theaters to see it because they were always already doing so well with the Super Mario Brothers game, and then the Wizard came out and had Super Mario Brothers three as like the big reveal at the end of the video game tournament with Fred Savage, and um, and then there were several things that went wrong. Several directors and writers got fired. It got rewritten several times. The producers came down and saw the set and said, this is too weird, you have to make it funnier. Then hired another writer to make it funnier, did not tell the directors. And then, oh, like a week before shooting, they're flipping through the script going, this isn't, this isn't, what is this? There's all this dopey humor in there. And they had to try and make it work. Meanwhile, I think they said that Dennis Hopper, Bob Hoskins, one of the actors was like drunk the whole time because they were just like miserable. <laughs> so like everybody signed on to this original script that was supposed to be like a Wizard of Oz, but with dinosaur land, basically, which sure. sounds kind of cool. And then it became this. I, I <laughs> this movie. Those sorts of stories always make me wonder why didn't they just like stop and be like? Because the financiers you know were pissed and were like, "You got to get rolling on this." Like that's the problem. Everybody wants. That's why Justice League was so rushed. Just so like, you script. have a release date. Just show them the script and be like, "Actually, like we don't, we can't keep going right now because this is what we have." And like, I understand schedules Too many and cooks I understand in the kitchen. things are complicated. But like, at some point, someone has to do what's best for the project and just be like, not that there's like a ton of integrity in Super Mario Brothers the movie but like just someone needs to be like this isn't this actually isn't the game this has nothing to do with the game this is like completely fabricated from some but the creator of the game was the one who was like oh I love this idea of a darker take because video games had just gotten a resurgence with Nintendo they had died with Atari Atari folded uh, there's a whole documentary on it Atari Game Over Um, how video games had kind of fallen off Nintendo brought it back 
And I think they were saying Super Mario World came out when this movie came out. And they, that's when the screen, screenwriters were like, ooh, Dinosaur Land. That's what we're going to focus on. But, uh, oh, before we go on, I do have to shout out a fellow brother uh, podcast on the network, Action Movie Anatomy. These guys are great. They're on Mondays at 1 p.m. We're going to try and get them on the show. Uh, they basically uh, are the gurus of all things action, so they are right up our alley. We and, wanna... and they wear suits. They wear suits, which is we, every time a they're huge on our step up. <laughs> every time they're on our show, I'm just like, ah, oh, shit, I should have oh. at least worn a tie. But yeah, action movie anatomy. Check it out. 1 p.m. on Mondays. Uh, now back to our regular, regularly scheduled program. I will say, I own this DVD. I watched it as a child. It came out in '93, I believe, yes. which which would have made me nine. I was not, no, 10, 11. (laughs) What year am I? 11. It would have made me 11. I forgot math for a second. I was 11 years old when this came out, and I loved it. Because I wasn't, I was telling Ryan this before, and Bree, I I wasn't allowed to see R-rated movies till I was like 13. So action movies to me were any, anything with explosions and like remotely cool effects blew my mind. Like this blew my mind. Uh, Last Action Hero I thought was fantastic. Watching Last Action Hero now, still fantastic. This, <laughs> I still loved watching this, but it's one of the, Josh McCougar would appreciate this. This movie is up there with Garbage Pail Kids for me, where I recognize it's a terrible film, but holy hell, I had fun watching it, and the nostalgia really kicked in. Now that I said that, I'm very intrigued on how, Jesse, how you felt having never seen well, this. Well, first of all, I, I, had, I had not seen it. I want to <laughs> investigate the idea that you were watching R-rated movies at the age of 13, because you're supposed to be 17. Here's the thing. I was only able to watch certain ones. My parents would check the MPAA yeah. listings in the newspaper, yeah, and it would say if it was uh, mild violence and swearing, it was okay, if there's any sex or nudity. So the weird thing was my parents were cool with, like, violence but like you show me a booby and suddenly oh no that'll corrupt me sure that's save that for that's the american way deep dish orgy get those filthy (laughs) boobies away from me um so you remembered the title of the of course (laughs) of course i'm I'm never gonna forget that was a deep dive for anybody who wasn't here for that episode uh deep dish orgy was the (laughs) strangest and first porno i ever saw at a a friend's house it made quite the impression on you and then Several years later, quite the impression. Every time I'm at a pool, I think of the float scene. Yeah. I don't know where you came from, but I'm glad you're here. <laughs> That's great screenwriting. Um, all right. Anyways, speaking yes. of great screenwriting, did you see this? Have you ever seen this? I have. Never did you know seen anything it. about it? I I played Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Did you know it existed? I knew it existed. Yeah. See. Okay. So this is my first, my number one issue with this yeah. movie is this song. I think played in the very, very beginning. When the, when the, yeah, the logo of whatever. But never once played in, like, an action sequence. <sighs> no, they kept playing that same awful score where Why? it was like, Why? Like this super happy-go-lucky right. weird score. Why didn't they play that? That's one of the most iconic, it's not even they, a song. They it's just threw like, in little things when they had, like, the, the jetpack shoes, I forget what those are called. Yeah. They, they threw in, like, the, like, a little bit here and there. But what happened with that song? Like, just putting that song in an action sequence would have would have heightened it. It just would have at some point tied the movie into the game in some way. <laughs> they, they tried every once in a while with the bomb. Yeah, which right. the bomb sequence is my Ooh. favorite because <laughs> it's the shortest fuse ever. Yes, and it goes for like seven minutes of the movie. It's like Chekhov's bomb. Yes, and then it happens to go right under. Which I get that the fungus is. Oh, there's so there's many things. Lot. We got to unpack. There's a lot. So we, what are, what are your thoughts so having never I, seen it? So what you texted me last night was, uh, you might hate it. <laughs> 
think of it as like a joyful 10 year old watching this uh-huh. movie. And I did my very best to do that. And I feel like I did an all right job of it. And so I, objectively speaking, this is a terrible, That's movie. terrible, but I understand how like having an attachment to it from a young age would uh, increase your enjoyment in watching it now. But I, the only thing which I've touched on a couple times, I just wish that it felt more like playing the game. Yeah. It, de- it like there's, it's so weird. It's not at all. My experience there's playing so the game had nothing to do with watching this movie. And I just wish that they had at some point tied in. And like you said, there are like little yeah. bits, but, uh, it, the, the vibe of this movie is way different than the game. They wanted it to be like Tim Burton-ish. It's like a knockoff of a Tim Burton Sure, film. sure. And, like, I, I get that they wanted... I mean, it sounds like there were a couple different tones they were going for, but, like, I under, I sort of understand the, like, goofy slapstick tone that, that they wanted. Like, I understand how That's that some of my... Like, congruous. Spike and Iggy were some of my favorite. Because there's... I remember as a kid, those two cracked me up. Right, the two well, yeah. Um, but, they, like, the rest of it, I just wish that there was some, like, more... More significant yeah. connection to the experience that I mm-hmm. that I am drawing from. That makes sense. Yeah, and I agree with that 100 percent. While I was watching it, um, the the biggest thing rewatching it, I wish they had committed more to this other version of it. Like, if you're gonna make the the biggest hurdle for me to leap over, so the basic premise, and we'll get into the plot in under three minutes. Right after this, is that a meteor hit, and instead of killing the dinosaurs, it basically knocked them into a parallel dimension. Right. Which I'm kind of cool with sure. that concept. Sure. But then they evolved to look exactly like us. Yep. Which, just from a scientific standpoint, makes zero sense. Like, you can't... Like, they would... They, and I like that some of them were, like, half-lizard people still. I wish that they... All except King Koopa, who would, like... He had, like, this de-evolver and... <laughs> this machine that just went evolve, devolve. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> but... But I wish that like he had like wanted to be more human, and so he had made this way to look as human as possible, and then everybody up. But then Daisy couldn't have been human in the human world, and this is a lot of things. There's a lot of things, and, and the Goombas that are mushroom creatures in the game are now giant quarterback, uh, shouldered, tiny. They're like the men. You remember Men in Black yeah. when he like shoots Tony Shalhoub's head, yeah. and then Tony Shalhoub grows the head back when he like for, is first starting yeah. to grow the head back. That's the, what the Goombas are. They're Absolutely. like these huge bodies with the tiny little monster heads. <laughs> it's so weird. So let's get into the plot in under three minutes because we got a lot to unpack here and some sound clips and all that fun stuff. Uh, you ready in the booth, Ryan? I am ready. <laughs> yes, you, you are. <laughs> Let me count you in, all right? All right, guys. Three. Fuck, hold on one second. <laughs> I five, am two. two. One. Five, two, one. All right, so we start off with this prologue of there's the parallel dimensions that hit, and oh no, we don't even start with that. We start with um just the the a baby in an egg being dropped off at a at a nunnery mm-hmm. uh, at a convent, a right. nunnery, a nunnery, and uh, mm-hmm. it it opens up and there's a girl, a baby girl inside, and then um she looks exactly like Samantha Mathis, uh, the mom. She gets crushed underneath the sewers because King Koopa comes out and sees her, and then we flash to Mario and Luigi and their buddies, and Mr. Scapelli is. 
is trying to steal all their jobs and he's a sleazeball and they're going to all these different plumbing jobs and then they go to this dig site where they meet Samantha Mathis's character because uh, Scapelli is trying to stop her from doing an archaeological dig there because they found a dinosaur with an opposable thumb in a, in a thing and then there's this banter between Spike and Iggy who are tracking Samantha Mathis and trying to bring her name's Daisy in the movie they're trying to bring her back to Dino Land and so they're just they're just like kidnapping women at yeah. this point because they're after like a piece of the meteor to complete the meteor to merge, merge the dimensions because that's what would happen and because uh, that makes perfect sense yeah yeah and so they like go on a double date Luigi and Mario yeah. and uh, Mario's girlfriend and Daisy uh, Daisy go on a double date and then they kidnap both of the women and then the Mario and Luigi chase them down and they like jump into the rock where they go into this other dimension yep um, and then they're trying because to, they have the they have the meteorite yes piece that's why they're able to go into yes. it uh huh mm-hmm. um, and then so they're they're trying to track Daisy down but then they're it's uh, like a weird Blade Runner Koopa's uh, trying to catch the plumbers because yeah. they know they the two guys tell Koopa that they have the rock and then the rock is stolen from them by, by this, Big Bertha by Big Bertha <laughs> um, and then uh, Koopa pretends to be the lawyer yeah um, and uh, yeah because they get in prison Koopa pretends to be the lawyer and basically immediately shows his hand yeah they they escape oh no then they're going to be de-evolved so they're taken to that machine they really easily fight the guards off and shove Koopa into the de-evolve or de-evolve whatever uh-huh. and he turns half dinosaur for a second then there's this awesome car chase with them in a in a Mad Max style police car and there these these cops are shooting with flamethrowers and they they can't hit Mario and Luigi when they're right next to each other but as soon as they hit the brakes they can hit each other and blow up and then they drive through they escape um Jesus what happens they um, they like end up in the desert yeah, there's a whole sequence where they're walking around. Spike and Iggy are sent after them after they're evolved, so they're smarter now. And Spike and Iggy actually realize that their their leader is a fascist, and they're trying to take him down. <laughs> yep. So really topical. So then they they uh, they go and they they team up with Spike and Iggy. They're going to go uh, free Daisy. And there's this big thing where they're trying to get around and, and get her out. And then and they need to get the rock first. So they go yes. find Big Bertha and they dance with her. And yeah. then they take the rock. Yep. And then uh... and then they go and they free Daisy. And then Koopa and the Snot King. And Koopa's firing a flamethrower at him, and he gets devolved into it with the with the super blasters from the Super Nintendo, and he gets devolved into a dinosaur, and then he devolved into goo, and then they're like, "Hey, I gotta stay here." And then the mushroom is the father. The mushroom is the father. The mushroom is Lance Henriksen. Yeah, crazy. Yes. So the first thing I have to say is um, the the fungus father. The room where he's he's it's like a giant butthole with a booger hanging out of it is viscerally disgusting. Like, it was like... Hey, I remember as a kid being grossed out by it, but as an adult, I was watching it like, ugh, this is so... It looks really real and creepy and just nasty. It's just like... and But it's hilarious as an adult where Daisy introduces Luigi and she's like, uh, Luigi, this is... Well, this is my father. And he's like, well, nice to meet you, sir. Uh, Okay, (laughs) and then he, like, wipes the snot off. It's just such a weird thing to do. (laughs) She... That... That whole like segment of yeah. the movie where he she like finds out that the fungus is her father yeah. and then like immediately is like that is probably true. <laughs> no question. And yeah, like yeah, oh, the fungus is my father. That's probably that a makes thing. sense. Yep, that, that makes checks. perfect sense. Um, and then same thing with Luigi, where she's like, "Is my father?" and he's like, "Yup." I love just right off the bat how I don't remember the nuns reacting super surprised to a baby coming out of an egg. Nope. They uh-huh. were just like, well, there are. This is how you. This is how some people. It's a new birthing technique. I mean, so I there are 
approximately 1 million leaps of faith that you have to make <laughs> just in this movie. Everyone is just like totally cool with everything yeah. that's happening. Yeah. Let's like, jump uh, up oh, yeah, to yeah. and including the like very real life, like the non other dimension part of the movie that they spend in like real life Brooklyn yeah. where there, there's just like a mob boss trying to build on an archaeological dig site <laughs> that well, is it being... was, it wasn't an archaeological dig site until he was basically fracking and they found these fossils. Right. And then it was taken over by, I guess, students at NYU. They would have just kept going and they would have yeah. been like, right, <laughs> screw it. Um, it's it's so weird. So we already start off with uh, Mario and Luigi. Um, Luigi's introduced and he's into conspiracy theories, which basically pay off uh, with him finding one. It, <laughs> it is interesting that maybe this is based on like the idea of lizard people living underneath our our cities. Have you heard that? No, it's like a conspiracy theory. I don't know it fully, so I'm going to totally mess it up. But there's the, like a underground lizard people that live in the sewers and and have their own existence. So maybe this was, uh, maybe they, maybe somebody got high on peyote and just watched this. <laughs> a little nod. A little, a little nod. nod to Super Mario Bros. Um, the, the bumbling goons, Spike and Iggy, I thought were still funny to me, but maybe it's because I was thinking of like laughing as a kid. They're, yeah. they're totally like three stooges, doofuses, and I don't mind them. I don't mind them either. Especially when they get super smart later and, and just are still idiots. <laughs> still idiots. Yes. They're super smart, but yeah. complete morons. I appreciated that bit. Um, yeah, you can't fix stupid. You know, you no. can still evolve, but you can still be, you can be smart as hell, but dumb. Can have access to greater vocabulary, <laughs> but not know how to yeah. use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So goes. let's do the first sound clip. This is when uh, Luigi runs into Daisy, and he's kind of bumbling with her, and Bob Hoskins is the more like, come on, this is my kid brother, you want to be with her, all right? Yeah. So let's play this. If it would help you out, please step into the van. He he like dips out there, but what he says is, "Please step into the van." Yeah, it's she's really just immediately. Uh, well, that's one of the million leaps of faith. Yes. She's like, I'll trust these two very New York, incredibly uh, creepy dudes <laughs> with a broken down. Help you out, please step into the Yeah, vans like what they drive. I know it says they're they're plumbing. It's Mario Brothers plumbing on yeah. there, but it's like faded, and it looks like it could be a murder van. And it's definitely like it is broken down. Yeah. Like they, they shouldn't be able to drive it. They're I thought working it was broken, it. Mario. Yeah, they're working on I it. I right fixed now. it. I just want to do bad New York accents the entire rest of the episode. Is that okay? You definitely should. Okay. They got Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo to play Italian guys. <laughs> so <laughs> I do like that. They feel free to do what you want. I, I actually, I liked both of them. And I actually think the cast, I remember as a kid thinking Samantha Mathis or Mathis. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I remember thinking she was so cute when uh -huh. I was 11. I was like, and she still is. She's a, she's really beautiful in this movie. I remember just being smitten with her as a kid. Sure. Because 11 was right around when you're starting to be like, girls make me feel funny. You know, yeah. it's like you're getting towards adolescence. And I remember just being like, huh. And I loved Yoshi. The pr Even now, the practical effects in this movie aren't bad. Like the Goombas look cool. Yeah. I, even though the design is stupid, the Goomba mouths and like the creature. Sure. The creature effects are cool, even though the concept is dumb, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And the design of the city is fun. It's just I wish characters like Big Bertha were like half dinosaur instead of just Big Bertha in a spike bikini. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I wish... Just commit to the half dinosaur stuff more. I just wish it was, and I'm going to sound like a broken record here, structured more like, like the game. The game. Like, I wish Which it, apparently the original script with the Wizard of Oz take was kind yeah, of... Yeah, that's sort of like the vibe. Like, I wish that they were on a journey to the castle 
to like yeah. save to fight Koopa, who kind was just of? like, but Koopa was like equally in pursuit of them. Like yeah. it was not. It's not really the way it's set up. It's yeah. They they should have been traveling towards him and then a final battle against him. I like mean, sort of in his element. I'm always okay with more Dennis Hopper, but I do think the under. I think you would have liked it more. And I'm speaking yeah. for you, but I'm what I think you're getting at is if the showdown with him was in somewhere other than a a cement pan or whatever that thing was sure just, it just it's like they had one set and they were just able to use that one set over and over and over again of the city streets because it is a very anticlimactic moment where it's just like he gets thrown back into that thing and he's just shooting at them and they're shooting at him and it's like no oh, okay yeah this is where we're this is what we're doing or any of the like, been cooler to have like a layer that they had to go to yeah yeah they sort of do but it's just kind of a building Right, just yeah. I I would have liked I would have liked the You would have a full castle journey. You wanted a full blown castle. I want a castle and I want them to be like in pursuit rather than like an uh, sort of like cat and mouse chase. The desert sequence is a long one. Yeah. For no reason. But yeah. let's get into uh um oh this is at their double date where uh Daisy just um nonchalantly brings up her troubled past. Oh, I know it sounds weird, but I mean it's the only thing I have from when I was found. Oh, I was abandoned. <laughs> like, and I love that every reader acts like, oh, oh, oh. It's, just, the the like, way she presents it, like, oh, you guys, I forgot, you guys didn't know. It's like I was abandoned. abandoned. The the only way that I can equate that is like my nieces when their dog died, which was very sad. Their mm-hmm. their family dog. Uh, she says it like how kids say things, like. We would we went to the store once with my nieces, and the checkout lady was like, "How are you guys doing?" And, and my niece was just like, "Our dog died. He's in doggy heaven now." Oh, and it's just like, but it's just like super nonchalant. Like, our dog just died, and it's just like they have no, they don't connect it yet. So it's like, right? And just and they react in the movie the same way like all of us reacted. Like, yeah, it's it's sad, but uh, <laughs> like you don't know what to say at that moment. Yeah, and also like he was really to- old and sick. Well, it's okay. getting worse. Okay. It's getting worse. Well, at least he lived a full life, I guess. <laughs> um, she like so the the I was abandoned thing like completely overshadows the fact that she just dropped on them. Yeah, this rock that I wear around my neck—the only thing that was with me when I was found. So like, yeah, but it's a rock. Like, so like it was probably oh, was in there also, by accident. I was also hatched out of an egg. Right. Isn't everybody? This <laughs> is right. like a lot of stuff you're piling on me right yeah. now, and I'm trying to figure out what's important. Yeah, it, uh, I mm, I can't get into details, but I had a very weird date where a lot of exposition was piled on me while at Disneyland. Oh, and if you've ever um, happiest place on earth, if you've ever gone on a first date to Disneyland, I, I, if you haven't, don't because you can't escape. Right, you're there, and you can't be like I have to leave early because you're stuck there and sure. you drove there, and it's just don't do it. <sighs> I, I would never, I would never place on earth. consider it. You shouldn't. I'm, I'm I was much younger, and, yeah. and I was really stupid. Sure, but anyways, uh, let's play. This is when so the both girls get kidnapped. First, uh, Mario's girlfriend, then Daisy, and uh, they track Daisy down these pipes and and these tunnels. And this is Mario trying to tell Luigi which way they have to go. I've been listening to pipes all my life. Come on. Hey. <laughs> You can't really understand it, but he's like, I've been listening to pipes all my life. Follow me or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I don't know why I sounded more like 
bad Al Pacino. You're trying a bunch of different voices. Just a lot of things. Yeah, just like I like the movie. I'm trying a lot yeah. of things at once. But it's all Bob Hoskins. It's all Bob Hoskins. <laughs> Everything you're doing is attempting to be Bob Hoskins. One of my favorite moments happens when they first get there. So they they go through the sand, and Bob Hoskins has this funny like kind of pratfall thing into it. Uh-huh. Uh, I use the term funny loosely, but I still got a chuckle out of it. Um, they go to this dino land or whatever you call it. Dinosopolis. I'm going to call it Dinotopolis. Yep. That's official. That's canon now. <laughs> and it's the co-host with Greg Stephanopoulos and Dinotopolis. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so they go there. There's all this weird fungus and stuff that I loosely remembered as a kid. And at first I was just grossed out. I was like, what the hell is that? Then I remembered, oh, the king is now fungus. Um, <clears throat> and... There's all these weird people that are mainly just like, it looks like they just went into a sadomasochistic like bondage den, and it's a kid's movie, so it's a really weird choice. Sure. Um, but they introduce Toad, who in the game is a little mushroom dude, and this one is a guy who plays the guitar and kind of talks like this, and he sings anti-Trump, I mean, sorry, anti-Cooper songs, anti-Cooper songs, my bad. Uh, he sings anti-Cooper songs, and they King Koopa, not Cooper, not hanging with Mr. Koopa, but... Koopa. Understood. Yeah. Uh, Not Mark Curry. And I loved like his whole little rant he gives. And then when the police come and arrest him and Bob Hoskins is immediately okay with just getting in the face of these police in another dimension. (laughs) He's super ballsy. Hey, you can't bust this guy for just singing a song. He's a New Yorker. (laughs) You know? Look, it's in his blood. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's, I think it's, it's so ridiculous. It's also like around this time where the women get reunited. Yeah. And uh, Daisy gets thrown into like the cell with all the other women that have been captured. It's like a penthouse. Yeah. And Mario's Mario's girlfriend is basically like, hey, come on in. <laughs> it's actually not so bad in here. <laughs> Why is she so happy? I mean, she's been kidnapped into a different dimension and yeah. she's just like, yeah, join us. But she's gotten some girl talk while she's there. She's she gotten, sure has. She's made some new friends. She's mimosas all day. <laughs> I would love to see, we always talk about this, a spinoff yeah. of just their experience. What are they up to? What are they up to? Yeah. I want this like Dinotopolis Sex in the City version of it where Ooh. they're just in like the penthouse and they sneak out every once in a while for my ties. <laughs> they're the... just not allowed to leave, but they're still in such <laughs> just, high spirits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to that corner and gossip. <laughs> so they get arrested. They get taken to jail. They're, they get ridiculous mugshots and like goofy other Pratt comedy and stuff like that. Uh, oh, because there's a plumber alert. This is why. There's a plumber alert that goes across the entire city, uh, which we find out is just this little city and the rest of it is all desert now mm. because it's all been destroyed. Um, can we play clip number four? Plumber alert. That's how you catch people yeah. in Donatopolis. Donatopolis. You know, that's uh, every time something goes wrong in my building, since I'm on the HOA board, I'm just like, plumber alert, any pipe or whatever, it's fine. It's a good one. <laughs> it was a bad joke anyways. Uh, what's the We're the Aliens clip? Uh, so that's when they uh, step into the car and they turn on the, like, they escape prison. Oh, yeah. Basically, they turn on the car and the, on the radio's like, uh, we're looking for two aliens out there. And yeah. Luigi's like, oh no, now we gotta deal with aliens. Can we play clip number five, Ryan? Luigi, we're the aliens! <laughs> He's always so mad. But before that happens, uh-huh. we gotta talk about the de-evolve and evolve machine. We have to talk about it, Which yes. is basically just like, it has evolve, and it doesn't have any specifications, as far as I could remember. But the de-evolve has different, like, crusta- crustaceous period. I'm going to mess all this up. And somebody, You're doing a great job. Somebody with, an- with um, 
archaeological background. We got a lot of crossover with like a big science audience. Yeah, you, you know, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's they so uh, Toad gets de evolved into um, a Goomba. Yeah, and he's the happiest. They're like loyal and stupid, but like from the beginning, he's just a happy-go-lucky dude now. With a harmonica that always plays, even though his mouth is never near. Like, as he's, as far as I know, and correct me if I'm not, I don't have a lot of experience with harmonicas. Sure. Do, do they uh, play music by just moving? Like no. walking? No, you gotta just, blow into he it. He just, unless he's just, I mean, he is a mouth breather now with his giant, tiny what lizard is. mouth. Yeah. So maybe just like, <sighs> he's out of breath because he's hulking around this giant Goomba body. This, this all checks out. Okay. This okay. Is, yeah. This, I just wanted to make sure I was... This is how you make music in Dinotopolis. I was just making sure I was understanding the subtleties of Dinotopolis. There, and it is a very musical place. It is. Like, there's a lot of dancing. Yeah. There's a lot of... The Goombas love dancing. A love of dancing. <laughs> there's a love of dancing. And apparently, like, before Mario and Luigi got there, a big lack of dancing. I think it was, it was like a... Uh, uh, it was, was a it flash footloose. footloose. A footloose situation. It was a footloose situation. King Koopa doesn't want any dancing. Oh, by the way, he's King Koopa. There was a big, like, elect vote. Koopa. Yeah, <laughs> vote for Koopa. It's like, nah, he's king. Like, you don't yeah, have to vote. You don't, you don't need to yeah. vote. Come on, at least get that right from the game. Right. <laughs> so, the impossible... Wait, I also yeah, wanted yeah, to... Yeah, please. I, I wanted to jump in here. Make the, sure I didn't give... The, the Evolve and D. De- I think it's Devolve. Devolve and Evolve. Sure. I feel like that thing should have just been uh, whatever, like... Eating the money, you know, like you get the flower and it makes you bigger. Yeah, like it's, that's what it should have been. It should have made you bigger or smaller. They subtly do that when they're going back to the other dimension right. later, where Mario grows for a second and then goes to the other dimension. Feel I'm free like, to not do that subtly. Yeah, feel free just it's to a, do it because that's a big part of the game. Yeah. So just like I get that the flamethrower was like them being yes. like, oh, they're throwing fireballs, right. but. And the guns that the devolve guns they have at the end are actually the what was it called, Ryan? The super shooter? It was a it was a gun for the Super Nintendo, the Super Shot or something. Super Shot? Super Shot was that? That sounds it? right. I don't know. I feel bad not I knowing look that. It up. I'll, so that sounds right. We we did skip over uh so they escape prison. Mm-hmm. I thought that sequence was pretty fun. The car chase. I like the design of the cars, it's like Mad Max meets Robocop type thing. Um and then uh Koopa has a tete-a-tete with uh, Daisy. I guess he's trying to seduce her or something. It's really weird for a kid's movie to have Dennis Hopper um, giving googly eyes to Daisy and then whipping out his lizard tongue. Yeah. It's just a little odd. I don't Extremely think Extremely I... weird. So then they go in search of Big Bertha. We'll skip over the whole desert Super scene. Super scope. Super scope. That makes way more sense. Uh, so uh, they go in search of Big Bertha now to get that. We'll skip the desert stuff. Uh, Spike and Iggy get evolved. They're smart, but still idiots. Still dumb. Like you said, articulate, but morons. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to this really weird. <laughs> There's the, ooh, ooh, aka, laka, laka. Everybody walk the dinosaur. And they're all doing this super creepy dance where their heads shake like rattles. Yeah. Yeah, do you have it up? What is that? Oh, maybe. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> yeah, it's super weird. And there's this strange dance with Bertha where he's trying to get this. Which, first of all, like, he's, he's like, I, you know, let me sweet talk her. And he goes over and she just punches him right in the face. And then he goes back and, and then says, he goes, hey, back. would you like to do that again? And she's like, I like this guy. This is my guy right then here. Then he steals the rock from her. And then she helps him out when yep. they come in and start, uh, what happened? The Goombas come in, I think. Yeah, she, well, she just can't. God, I can't remember. She can't deny a man who dances the way Mario does. <laughs> That's all it is. And who's to blame her, really? Yeah. 
Oh, the guy, the cops come in and they start tossing with the the evil lady. I forget her name. Who is Koopa's uh, like queen? I guess you could say. Yeah, and she's really jealous of Daisy, so From she goes in search. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's great, and so she goes. <laughs> there yeah, we there go. There it is. So she goes in search of of the the rock and Big Bertha. She intercepts it and takes it back and takes it because they their big plan of getting the rock out of there is to toss it this tiny rock back and forth to each other. Yeah, in a club. Sure. Uh, she takes it. She disappears. Uh, Bertha helps them get escape. They go basically. Let's let's they we skip to the big building where they're trying to save Daisy and get the rock back. They get in the elevator, and this is where I was like, these Goombas are the most impractical bad guys ever created because they're so large. Two men in an elevator are able to hide behind them for yeah. an extended period of time, and even when more Goombas come on the elevator. <laughs> They're still able to conceal themselves. But I kind of love that sequence so much where the elevator music comes on and he just makes them all sway and they're like, ha, 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 ha. And the door opens and the main guy's like, ha, 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 ha. I love that they just talk and barking. As far as I knew, lizards didn't really bark. Well, they do now. They don't in this dimension, but they do in Donatopolis. I will also so say it's, it's very strange to me that Luigi's the one driving the let's make the Goombas dance yeah. after Mario You're was right. such a dancer. Character consistency, and then, guys. And then Luigi starts trying to get them to dance, and Mario's like, what are you doing? And he's like, hey, I got this. And but so they both like yeah. take the lead, so to speak, and different in different dance sequences. Yeah. But I sort of feel like one of them should have maybe just been the dance guy. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think uh they just wanted to show Bob Hoskins uh his charm on Big Bertha, you know. <laughs> Mario Mario's got the charm for the ladies. I guess. I guess so. Um so they go so they uh oh my god. They the the woman who's the the evil queen, I god, I didn't write her name down. But anyways, she goes and tries to put the 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 um the meteor piece back in it, yeah. and she gets blown up into the wall and is immediately fossilized. And that's incredible. I don't know what that, why, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, there's this big standoff where they have uh, the spike, uh, not spike. A uh, toad comes back and helps them out and helps Daisy escape, and then he gets lit on fire. And so she goes back and puts him out, which is very sweet because she sweet. knew. Now, the thing is, I want to know, did they all get evolved back to being humans or are they just Goombas for the rest of life? Listen, th- they seem to be happy. They, you so, know what? Ignorance you know what? is bliss. Yeah, just God like the Matrix. Them. That's exactly right. Why, oh, why didn't I take the blue pill? Real quick, y'all. Yeah. Uh, to come from the chat, William Lowry just uh, told me something I did not know and Please. I just confirmed it online. He said, What's one up, of the, William? One of the earlier scripts, Bruce Willis yeah. was supposed to make a cameo while they were searching the tower for Daisy. Yeah, because they wanted it to be like, I, I, I read that online too where they wanted it to be like a diehard third act type of thing. Wow. <laughs> Bruce Willis. What, Bruce what was Willis. Here's the thing. I don't think Bruce Willis ever, and William, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he ever signed on. I think they, <laughs> that was like wishful thinking. I just wrote it. This is like, you can also report that uh, Guilty Movie Pleasures uh, would love for Bruce Willis to come on the podcast <laughs> in, the, in the same way that Super Mario Brothers would have loved for Bruce yeah, Willis to have yeah. made a cameo. <laughs> I remember I read a script one time. Uh, and they were like, oh, in the end of it, they're like, Hillary and Bill Clinton show up. And I'm like, oh, so you're going to get like, like lookalikes or something. He's like, no, no, I think they're going to read this and really love it. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, that's, I don't have any notes on this, buddy. You just go run with it. This is perfect. Just <laughs> this the way it is. is. Perfect. Just the way it is. 
Um, there's there's this awesome chase sequence where Mario's running from a taxi cab with a with a skeleton on it that's just been left up there. It's been electrocuted and, and apparently on there so long that all the flesh and muscle has has fallen off of it. Um, that's one way to get people to get out of your way. Sure, yeah, that's, to, to promote non jaywalkers. Hey, you know whatever works. You know what I mean. Sometimes like, you need extremes. You need, you need safety in the streets. Yep. And if that's how you do it, that's how you do it. Let's play the clip number six. What is this from? Let's find out. Let's find out. I got two words for you. Impossible. Nothing's impossible, Mario. Improbable, unlikely, but never impossible. Oh, you're, you're you're getting play that again because you're getting hints of the music that repeats about four thousand times. I got two words for you. Okay, that's enough. I can't handle it. Every <laughs> single time there's a remote action scene in this, and I use the term loosely, it's like, and that's where it's like, literally, just play. Right. When they're sneaking around the off, the, the building. Oh, would have been great. Yeah. Like the, the underwater. Right, the underwater yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah, the underwater. But so, just when they're running in the streets, that yeah. one would have been great. I do love impossible. I got two words for you. Yeah. Impossible. <laughs> He needs to evolve. He needs to evolve. Good gracious. Uh, so they have this big standoff with Koopa, who's in a... And the fungus, which is the king, keeps... He's been de-evolved or devolved into fungus that has now wrapped around the city. He gives them a bomb and everybody freaks out. That was a really funny sequence to me still as an adult. Watching all these grown people run from a little tiny toy bomb. Yeah, a little toy. Tiniest fuse ever that takes, like I said in the beginning, seven minutes to blow up. And it blows up right under Koopa, throws him into the whatever the cement mixer thing is. I don't know. Some kind of construction thing that sure. just happens to be there. Well, he's shooting his flamethrowers. They keep devolving him until he's a giant dinosaur, which still that practice, the effects look pretty cool for yeah. that. Yeah. And it, I feel like it just made him more dangerous. Yeah. I don't know. We never got a sequel to this. Did we No. But like, <laughs> do you even have to ask? I mean, <laughs> I feel like I do to be honest. So let's play clip number seven. Cause we are running out of time. I forget where this was. That's what he's talking about. He can never be too careful. If later even occurs. Sometimes now with just the world seeming like it's going to shit, whenever I have petty arguments with people mm-hmm. or like disagreeing about a movie I love that they didn't, yeah. sometimes I just want to be like, We can talk about this later if later even occurs. You know? Yes, yeah. who knows? Yeah. Could yeah be it's an important caveat to yeah. put in there. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, let's play the final clip, which is something um, I don't know if it's a phrase you should live by, but it's a phrase. I was going to go the other way. Trust the fungus. You would go the other way with that? Yeah. Trust yeah. the fungus. You should. You should always. You believe that so much, you just walk around gym locker rooms barefoot, right? I Listen, if... <laughs> oh, I just threw up a little thinking about it. If, you, if there is fungus, that is telling you something, and you should trust it. You should, you're yeah. right. You, you should know trust, what I'm saying? Like, you should trust Don't it. ignore the fungus. Yeah. Don't ignore it. Know that there's fungus there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so they leave Dino Land. Daisy and the King is restored, and it's Lance Henriksen for like five seconds. Uh, they go back to the real world. They're missing Daisy. Uh, uh, Luigi's missing Daisy. Mm-hmm. She shows up Sarah Connor style with like grenades and a, and a flamethrower, and it's like, "We need your help." And they're like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Oh, I kind of watched the sequel. Where is it?" <laughs> See, that's what I was asking. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a post credits tag. Did you realize? No, this? I did not. It's Iggy and Spike with the actual. I believe it's the actual creators of Mar. 
Mario pitching them an idea for a movie based on their or a video game based on their lives or something like that. Ooh. It's uh it's pretty it's pretty it was so impactful that I barely remember it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, mean, I would have watched a sequel to this. Oh, that's all the time we have, ladies and gentlemen, for today. Sorry we got a little bit of a late start. Um this movie brought back a ton of memories for me as a kid, and I fully enjoyed it, even though it's it's really weird and and such a I'm amazed any video game movie was ever made after this. It's it's unbelievable, and I I wish that it had reminded me more of what I loved about Super Mario Brothers. Until next time, where can they find you? You can Jesse? find me on Twitter and Instagram at Too Much Jesse, and for sketch at the Prom Losers. You can find me at the Ben Begley on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at, at Guilty Movie Guys. Keep those suggestions coming in. In fact, make sure you do some horror film suggestions because October is going to be all scary movies all month long. And please make sure to leave an iTunes review and YouTube comments and YouTube reviews. It really helps with our viewership. Until next time, what is your Guilty Movie Pleasure? Producers Maria Menuda, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.